Welcome to the Yuletide TV Podcast, a podcast where we watch and review a random Christmas episode to determine whether or not it's a Christmas classic. I'm Chris, and joining me on this sleigh ride of holiday viewing are my friends Brian, Konnichiwa, and John. Yo, like, edit that and save him from himself. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, Brian, Brian is like on a three episode just... delay from the Digimon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. somehow like it, it's still racist. It's still <laughs> racist. Fine, all right, fine. Uh, g- give me a couple seconds of silence. No, no, you no. live with it. No, it's you in the episode you, now. You this, live this with this now. This banter is too good. You, no, no, no. you deal with the cancel culture. We're not getting canceled for you. Hello. <laughs> that's okay. that's what I like to see. Yeah. Just uh, just edit that in. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll see what we can. Just put it over the top <laughs> yeah. of it. No, we're going to edit that in, right? Five episodes out post. of 20. Five episodes out of 20. And you uh, decided now is the time <laughs> to be culturally insensitive. Well done. <laughs> what? What? I said, I just said hello in another language. Okay. Uh, you know what else is culturally insensitive, Chris? A show featuring literally zero f- characters of color. Uh, but Jesse's Greek. That's... Oh. Greek yeah. is white. There is also Got one. It. There is also one Asian wrestler. In her there's, Asian, there, in her wrestler game, American wrestler in there too. He has some of the best reactions. <laughs> just, just a couple of token characters, really. That's good. That's what you like to see. Yeah, they didn't have any lines either. It's ABC in the '90s. What do you want? It's very. <laughs> they, had, they didn't. You don't need lines when you're dreamy. Uh, well, as we've already mentioned up top, <laughs> this is where we watch and review Christmas episodes. Today we're going to be looking at. Uh, one that I'll reveal later, but you might have already figured it out. But hey, I have an intro to do, and I'm going to do it. You sound a little defeated already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting a migraine, as I mentioned. I'm trying to keep my spirits up. So just all right, all right. work with me here, all right? All, all right, right, baby. Okay. Uh, well, if this is your first episode, I apologize. Uh <laughs> you've come back after listening to a previous one hey we're trying some new stuff isn't that fun (laughs) before we dive into today's christmas episode uh i always like to do a little christmas cheer check-in with my co-host we have now officially entered the week of thanksgiving and black friday so are you guys getting ready to make that christmas switch or are your thoughts solely on gobbling some turkey well seeing how the retail industry has already made that switch for us. I feel a little jaded by it, but I will start by saying I'm thankful for you, Chris, and your editing skills for podcasts, and I'm thankful for you, John, and your honest hot takes. I mean, I'm just enjoying my last week of sanity before I have to Christmas forever and uh, ever. Well, it's a good thing we got you started early this year then, right? Help you ease into it maybe a little bit there, bud? Just I don't know. I don't know, bud. I don't know. 
<laughs> well, bud, we're here got for you. Real, okay, bud? Got real Canadian on me there. Yeah, just not a your, little bit. Not your buddy guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a little Dane Cook on me there. So <laughs> that's, that's fair. we hope everyone out there is having a nice start to their thanksgiving week Uh, we're thankful for you guys listening to us and hopefully if you're out running around or traveling uh, this podcast is helping whatever high stress levels you're feeling go down just a little bit so let us talk about today's episode which as a reminder we only have two rules for what we cover on this podcast The first being that the episode must have at least a little bit something to do with Christmas. And two, that it's got to be relatively easy to stream. So that means for today, the episode selector has gifted us with... A Very Tanner Christmas from Full House. This is the... 12th episode of the series 6th season. It originally aired on December 15th, 1992, which, if you're following along closely, is literally the day before the last episode we reviewed from Home Improvement. So that's kind of a fun little fact for you. That is fun. So much fun. That's what we like to do on this podcast is just have fun, right? You know? It's, you know, we just, like, we, sure we just like getting after it and having fun. Exactly. Bitter patter. Uh, so, you can find this episode streaming on Hulu if you'd like to watch it for yourself. But if you haven't had a chance to, here's a little bit about what happened. It's Christmas time in the Tanner household, and while Michelle and Stephanie are going present crazy, DJ is worried about her boyfriend Steve getting into college at Daytona Beach University. Becky is lamenting the fact she isn't going to experience a white Christmas, and Danny is distraught over his girlfriend being stuck in Sweden. DJ and Steve get in a big fight, and Jesse decides it's time to teach the younger girls the true meaning of Christmas. At the Tanner Christmas party, DJ realizes she was being a jerk to Steve, but can't reach him to apologize, and the girls return with Jesse from volunteering at a shelter, realizing that Christmas isn't all about the presents. Three Santas show up, revealing themselves to be Danny's long-distance girlfriend Vicky, Steve, and Joey. Everyone makes amends and celebrate in the backyard, which Jesse has turned into a winter wonderland for Becky. And let me tell you guys that the first note I made for this episode is San Francisco Christmas seems like it sucks. It sounds rainy. It sounds like Seattle Christmas. I mean, we're just Midwestern, so we're Christmas elitists. We expect we, are. we expect snow and we think we deserve it. But we chop down our own trees. And we hope for fresh pow on Christmas Day. I think another thing that we should consider is that maybe San Francisco Christmas doesn't suck. It's just like that Lori Laughlin is like a miserable person in the show and just like insults the family and what they're used to constantly. Well, she just realized she didn't have enough money yet to bribe her daughter's way into college. Yeah, that's, that's why she's so upset. It probably cost Bob Saget so much money. To get all these kids through school. <laughs> Just... And what is he doing again? He was like a sports writer, right? Uh, he's like he... a reporter or something in this show, I think. Yeah. He's like a morning show, something... local morning show talk show host. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's bring back those glory days. Shock jocks? Is he a shock jock? No, no. I, I think Joey and Jesse <laughs> become shock jocks at some point. But he Dude, is that's... just like... 
He's like, um, kind of like a Regis Philbin type, or, uh, uh, I don't know, Michael Strahan type. There's not a good example, because he can't say Matt Lauer type, and I don't know. I got a lot of train action going on. We might want to pause You do have a lot of train. It's Santa. <laughs> it's the old Polar what? Express driving through Polar here. Oh, my God. For the old... <laughs> Chris, the Polar Express has finally come to you on Christmas this oh, year. You must oh be boy. really excited. I can't oh, wait boy. to get my sleigh bells from Santa. <laughs> hey, we're here with Chris, who's about to get on the Polar Express. What are you feeling right now? Uh, I'm just really excited. I, I, I hear they do a really cool choreographed dance with hot chocolate that, uh, you know, even though a lot of people don't think that's canon necessarily and they just added it for the movie, I really, I'm really excited about it. I want to see them dance around ah, with the hot liquids. Wild! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh no! I, oh um, no! Oh no! It's passing me by. It's it's pa- it's oh. it's passing me by. They don't oh, want you to no. go on the Polar oh, Express. No. no. They oh, must wow. be going for the other thirty-year-old man. There are plenty of them in Madison. Oh man, I'm thirty. Wow. Thanks, Brian. Dang. Yeah, you're. You want to talk? Don't worry, I'll be joining you soon. You want to talk I'm about not, defeated? I'm not thirty. I'm oh, not boy. thirty, guys. Just, I'll be there. Just so I'll we be know. there soon. I mean, soon, but not yet. Okay, well, trying to get back on track here. So besides San Francisco uh, Christmas not seeming like it's very much fun, uh, how did you guys feel about this episode? What do we think? Likes, dislikes? Uh, did you uh, did you enjoy watching this one? I think I liked it less than Home Improvement, but I was still pretty pretty cool with it. I like. There's so many. This like just has so many weird choices. Walk us through some of them. Like, everyone touches each other too much. Oh, I did did not. Well, San Francisco in the 90s. I don't like being touched. So, like, maybe I'm sensitive to seeing that. But I was like, this is, like, this is fucking weird. These guys are, like, just coworkers. And I know it's acting or whatever, but, like, it's fucking... Come on. Come on, dog. But it's a family sitcom. Families touch. (laughs) Dude, I don't know, man. If my uncle ever, like, tackle-kissed me, I would probably be like, I need a new uncle. <laughs> like, that's fucking... That'd be a good decision. That's... <laughs> now, here, here's the question. When we were growing up, did you think that DJ Tanner was attractive? Which one's DJ? She was the one in the relationship with the guy going to Daytona Beach. Ah, man. I was really busy being two when this episode came out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Not even, wait, not even reruns? I, I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to have to go with a hard no on that. Uh, yeah, I don't no, think, like, yeah. maybe yeah. when I was, like, I had, like, a little dude, I probably had, like, like, a little dude crush on the middle sister, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. She's, like, Steph's kind of, or is that Steph? Yes. That's Steph's Steph. the best character. Steph's the best character in the show. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's a, she's a fucking, she's a fucking champion. <laughs> oh also like someone gives toddlers glass in this show for like a oh, christmas gift is that the part of my favorite <laughs> quote from this episode that is not aged well where the boy the twin boys are playing with snow globes and aunt becky goes stay in that bubble boys where every christmas is white yes <laughs> yeah that is i actually not. i wrote Ooh. that in my notes verbatim and just like oh Ooh. no <laughs> They they made a couple like white Christmas comments. 
that just didn't seem like so like i think it might be the 90s being like a lot different than now but i thought it was just really gross that uh dj was like no steve don't follow your dreams stay with me forever we're 17 it's a very high school embodied like relationship. Yeah, that but that's like surprised me at all. But like I think people know that's not okay to do to people now. Cause like I don't like know high schoolers. Yeah, for like for fucking no. sure. I don't know, man. Cause like t- to a degree, I kind of let a person do that to me as a high schooler, and I was like, like fucking, I'm dumb <laughs> for letting that happen. Yeah, I feel like we've all grappled with that to some degree. And I had like with someone in high school or at some point where you're just like, Oh, we're gonna be together forever. Speak and for no, yourselves. No, no, you were not. I'm not yeah, we didn't Chris Chris, we all didn't go to all boys school, okay? <laughs> um I just didn't like it, kind of bu- did make that I was, easier. <laughs> I was so bummed with the resolution of this episode being like Steve, who was like a king. A king of men making his own strong life choices, being like, no, I'll go to community college. Like, fuck, Steve. Believe in yourself. They didn't even talk about how Daytona University was, like, a really big party school. Like, they kind of alluded to it, but, like, they never, like, flat out said, oh, yeah. No one – there was no off-head campus. Like, oh, you mean Daytona University, the party school? I had a great time there. I'm pretty sure DJ brings that up pretty explicitly at one point. Yeah, yeah, but I think she's biased in her opinion of it. Oh, you needed a third party to confirm that for you? Yeah, exactly. I wanted a third party to be in there and just be like, "Yeah, no, it's a party school." You needed like a, right. she needed a sit down with uh, Bob Saget, who would have just been like, "Hey, man." You should probably respect your boyfriend's autonomy a little bit. <laughs> that also weird. happened in the episode. <laughs> Yeah, but not way way too late. It happened way too. No, late. it it did. It actually did. Like I, you're right. It I guess it did happen, and then the resolution was that there's no repercussions for behaving poorly. I mean, this was one of the initial thing. I mean, this happened so early in the episode with their conversation, kind of kicking things off. And I have such conflicting feelings about this relationship because on one hand, I'm like, yes, these guys are relationship goals because he comes in and he's like, hey, a great thing happened to me. And she's like, did you inherit a Dunkin' Donut shop? And I'm like, yes, they both seem jazzed about that idea. And who wouldn't be? And then he's like, no, college. And then they just kind of both proceed to be dicks to each other. Like he like. DJ definitely more so than him, but he also says some shitty things. And I'm just like, no, like, fuck this for both of you. Like, King, this, King yeah. Steve was just defending himself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting, I agree. He was getting assaulted. He, he was put up on the ropes and he yeah. needed to push back. Well, he certainly did. Also, I do want to say I did, uh, you know, another little trip to Chris's, uh, research corner here uh there is no actual daytona beach university sadly uh no nor nor does such an awesome uh i can't remember exactly what their motto was but it was something like you can learn on the beach or like yeah there is however daytona state college which has a much worse motto knowledge is power lame what knowledge is power chris uh i just thought of as an analog for like i don't know if you remember the NCAA tournament a few years ago when everyone got like real jazzed about 
Florida Gulf Coast University. Oh, yes. And then, like, everyone Googled it and was like, oh, this is, like, a gross for-profit institution. And I just presume that's what uh, what this this thing is, is just a gross for-profit institution by someone who probably <laughs> donated multiple billions of dollars to Donald Trump. Yep. National American University, Trump U, you name it. So maybe she did. Maybe she saved Steve, but he needs to be allowed to make these mistakes on his own. Danny. <laughs> also, also, boy just wants to learn how to water ski. Just let the boy learn yeah. how to water ski. As, like. Hey, as a guy who's as a, as a dude who's like a guy who competes in national water ski tournaments and stuff, don't you can't water ski in the ocean. You can. I you know, to, I think that was uh, yeah. I think that was another minute or uh, Midwest uh, privilege point for us. I think we yeah. should all check ourselves. Yeah, just, not everybody has access. You can't, you can't do that. There are waves there, my dudes. And maybe that was the joke. Maybe water skiing was bigger in the '90s. I don't know. I was really busy being too. I had a lot of bigger concerns, like poop in my pants. Was that a concern, John? I had to get it done. <laughs> I think the point Brian's trying to make, though, is were you concerned about pooping your pants at two, or were you just like, hey, this is what happens? I mean, I was a child with a what would inevitably become a massive anxiety disorder. I was probably concerned about pooping my pants. <laughs> you want to you, you want to go into that a little bit more right now? No. All right, cool. <laughs> Just we're here for you, man. Okay, I appreciate it. You you all want to talk about that cold open? <laughs> oh, yeah. did you go for it? A little bit, yeah. Okay. One cheesy as hell. Yes. Two, sloppily written. Three, that twin does not act well. You're you're not sure if that was Mary Kate or Ashley, but one of them fucked up. Dude, they're both of them are garbage. I'm though, assuming that they are just one person, Mary Kate Ashley Olson, with three first names. <laughs> it kind of looks like they imply it that way, doesn't it? Like on the title screen, bit. like Mary Kate Ashley Ocean. Like what? Ocean. Ocean. Ocean? Yeah. yeah, they're the oceans. They are the oceans. <laughs> I have a stuffy nose, Brian. I don't I'm need sorry. to be assaulted. <laughs> the you know, thankful for you. <laughs> her her acting is bad, but also I'm pretty sure her only bit of direction was be cute. And like that's the only direction she's ever received, so how could she be good? But I think what's worse is these poor baby twins that they like force to act who very clearly cannot say more than a word and they just keep egging them on they're like say it say the word say thank you say present work, kid. <laughs> do you want to be in the actors union or not do you want to get then... mommy insurance or not <laughs> and then they like mumble something and they're like yeah exactly and it's like that's not what they said not true. dude that show must have been like in that show must have been so hard to work on like just children just tiny fucking children and like let's have two sets of tiny children so the show is never focused or gets done quickly and every set and every set piece needs to include 10 people (laughs) there are so many people in this episode especially towards the end where they have the big fucking christmas party it's just like holy shit there are a lot of people in this including including the multi-ethnic gangbang which Frankly. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. I mean, like, 
<laughs> multi-ethnic that's what's okay hey man, that's her attempt that's her friend's attempt uh, to get her over the boyfriend like what do you want from me yeah I, shitty I friend, didn't by the way i didn't arrange the multi-ethnic gangbang i just saw it happen on the screen Jeez. that's where they had to get all their token characters in so no one called them out on it yeah Oof. that is such a weird prospect that like kimmy Glib- gibbler shows up she's like here's the entire wrestling team that i brought to your house on christmas day to get you right. over the boyfriend you broke up with three hours ago. <laughs> like, I was like, they're, what the fuck is right. happening? In Who, fairness, why is the whole children. wrestling team available on short notice? And That's my morons. question. morons. So, like... Apparently. Well, none of them talk. Yeah, Wait, well, did that one guy talk? No, they just mostly, like, nodded and, like, let There's her talk There's a lot of nodding. Steve. Yeah. They, <laughs> can't let him, they can't let him get a line or they'll get into the actor's union. <laughs> so, <laughs> can't speak gotta pay more they for speaking rem- roles <laughs> they have to remain extras i did like i did like part of the setup on that uh christmas party scene though where danny is drinking eggnog because he seems super drunk he's like singing a song to himself and just like dumping shit into the eggnog bowl and it's like i like drunk sad danny i could get on board with this so that just begs the question, if that's what he was like when his girlfriend was in Iceland, Sweden? Sweden. Sweden. Iceland. No, Sweden, Sweden, Sweden election. <laughs> so. If that's what he was like when his uh, girlfriend was away on Christmas, imagine what he was like when his wife died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Because it Dark. probably wasn't pretty. <laughs> that's why Steph's such a fucked up materialistic child. <laughs> she had to watch she saw too much <laughs> she has to live with her weird broke uncles oh man in the 90s uh, when it's literally impossible to be broke uh. oh <laughs> man i will say that this episode with the present stuff and the snow stuff it's just like by halfway through the episode i was like i get it you know like they were just fucking hitting you over the head with like <laughs> presents presents i like presents oh i wish it was snowing i wish it was a white christmas i just can't believe i'm not back oh, in the breath it's happen. like yeah we get it i get it like <laughs> there's something will happen later that will make all this better but like you've set this up you have established their character traits for this episode aside from them beating you over the head with it i still think it was a better lesson than home improvement that's the same lesson. They're both. I think the they did a better lesson. job with it. I mean, see, I don't know though because they I don't know, they dog. didn't. Everything happened off camera. Like they didn't even show them go. We don't know that they went. For all we know, Jesse was like, "Hey, there's this Elvis impersonator doing Christmas shit. We're gonna do this. You tell your dad we actually went to go help homeless people." Though no, doesn't shelter. he go with? Doesn't, well, then they actually go are good actors then, because they sold it to me. I think, like, theirs is more relatable than Home Improvement, I guess, in terms of, because, like, and I know we, it's fun to compare these, because they're literally the same fucking thing, because apparently oh, yeah. 1992 is the year of going to homeless shelters or whatever, but, uh, like, it's more relatable, because, like, we've, every child is a shitty kid who thinks Christmas is about presents, right? Or, like, or not that Christmas is about anything, because we've made it, whatever, it's made up, but, uh, like, we think we're, like, that's like more relatable because I never fucking did embezzlements at ten, but I probably really wanted to get an N sixty four, 
right? Like, I was going to ask you guys this question with with uh, the girls going so present crazy. Uh, did you guys ever ask for a terribly outlandish gift, like something that was not even within the realm of possibility to even exist, or like there was no way you were going to get it? Quite possibly. I just remember for me, there was like one year, I think it was shortly after the Power Ranger movie came out, where I was like, yes, I'd like an actual Zord for Christmas. <laughs> and my parents were like, uh, yeah, that doesn't really happen. I'm like, Psh, Santa can do it. He's got it covered. <laughs> Whatever I want, baby. He's got me covered. <laughs> I think I wanted my own car. <laughs> like a kid version of a car like that was my size i was like yeah santa will bring me that i don't yeah i didn't ever do santa lists really no no not really you're breaking my heart john i don't know you're tearing me apart john <laughs> <laughs> oh hi brian uh <laughs> no i don't know i just mostly like i think i was just lame I would just like be like, get me a Game Boy and Pokemon, parents, and they'd be like, maybe, <laughs> we'll we'll see. It's all good parents were. Never show your <laughs> cards. <laughs> here, 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 here's a question for you then. At what point did you guys stop believing in Santa? What do you mean, Brian? Uh, shit. <laughs> what are you talking hey, about, Brian? No, uh, also uh, immediately <laughs> really immediately <laughs> really yeah like oh, i can, can dude, i grew up can, with can i my, preface this I by hey te- parents turn off the podcast for the next three to five minutes but dude, i grew uh, up with yeah yeah, yeah let's give it a second let's give it a second parents turn off the podcast now just in case you were listening to this with your kids hopefully you weren't because we swear a lot yeah <laughs> and we talk about interracial gangbangs <laughs> uh, no but like i grew up with cousins that like lived with me in their teens when i was five right so making a child cry is what teenagers making your <laughs> like are about when you have to deal with me being annoying all the time so like pretty much right away they were like yeah my dude no your dreams aren't real and i was like oh i'm I probably believed a little bit later than I should have one Catholic upbringing. So like all the parents were trying to protect the kids and two, my parents also kind of fucked with me in two ways. (laughs) Oh, please do tell. I think I got to like third grade and I was like, I got this figured out. And I was like telling my parents this and they're like, no, you're wrong. He does exist. He's real. And then literally the next Christmas, I was, like, talking about something, and they're like, you don't believe, still believe in Santa, do you? I was like, you told me last year he was real, and that I should. <laughs> Why would you do Holy this to shit. me? <laughs> I think I believe a little bit longer, because I had younger siblings that were close enough in age where I was like, yeah, let's let's keep this going a little bit longer. Well, that's, like, a way to be a good brother. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. That's nice. That's one of the few moments. No, but there, I distinctly remember when my youngest brother, Jimmy, was, oh, man, I don't know, 11? And we were all hanging out around the uh, kitchen just talking. I think my sister was home from college, and we were just having a good time. And I mentioned, like, I just mentioned, like, yeah, well, I mean, 
you know, since finding out mom and dad are Santa, and my younger brother goes, wait, what? Why would you do this to them? And I'm like, oh, fuck. What did I just do? (laughs) Oh, no. But then he started laughing, and it's like, I'm just fucking with you. Why did you dunk on them so hard? (laughs) I know. He dunked on me, man. Well, we've kind of been transitioning to this, but should we talk a little bit about the Christmasness of this episode? Did you guys get a little bit more into the spirit through this one? I will say that one one of my interesting points of this one is how that at one point, uh, I believe it's Steve as Santa, and DJ is like apologizing, and she's like, he reveals himself, and she goes, why didn't you say anything? And he goes, Santa never interrupts an apology. Which I'm like, that's not a real rule. That's not a real Santa rule. I, you know what? Everything's a real Santa rule. Like I, like I have just said, Christmas is made up. Do with it what you will. If that is a real rule for him and his family, kind of makes you wonder what's happening in his family <laughs> that people are apologizing in front of Santa so much. People <laughs> have been hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like, is a good point. What's going on? He's really ready with that line where it's like, "Yeah, what has happened in your past, Steve? What have your Christmases been like? This is why it's very unfair to treat Steve how she was treating him. He's had a tough life. He has had a tough life. And he's very, very stupid. He's, that's why he's stupid. He's had a tough life. He had a bad family around him. School is not a metric of like your intelligence. It's a metric of your support system. Wow. Oh, hey. Going deep there, John. Yeah. Well, now I don't want to follow up that. <laughs> stop, calling, stop calling my boy King Steve stupid. He's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> angel Steve. Hey, how about that 90s throwback when they talked about how calling from California to Florida was going to add so much more to their phone bill? <laughs> so very quaint uh, i did like the follow-up to that line though like i i did find myself laughing at this episode more than i expected to i really didn't go into this episode expecting it very much because i've gone back i've seen other episodes of full house and i'm just like wow why did i ever enjoy watching this show even as a child <laughs> but this i i kind of liked but i did like his follow-up line which was you know with all the money we're gonna save by him not eating all our food which is like yeah got him <laughs> good one danny <laughs> <Sounds about right. laughs> i think like a lot of people in this episode are pretty like legitimately like funny with like decent timing and then john stamos is also in it <laughs> john john stamos the man who asks how many crosses can one man wear around his neck at once <laughs> That was the thing that just... Dude, he, I don't know if you noticed that in his wardrobe. He was the pioneer of the V-neck t-shirt, though. Dude, this like episode led the world in... And I'm sure it probably contributed to the success of this show, but like everyone is specifically 90s hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially Bob Saget in his polo and oversized sport jacket. Like, DJ's probably 90s hot, if, and I mean that only if she's over the age of 18 or whatever. <laughs> And Good save. like <laughs> Jesse is Jesse's like for sure 90s hot. Like he's got the like greasy parted hair and shit. Also, like I don't know what music he plays. Cause like his like vibe is like he's in a grunge band. Or like Lucas and he's a grunge band, but then he's like, and then Elvish shaved his sideburns. It's like what do you, what the fuck music do you make? 
I think it is the <laughs> softest rock possible <laughs> to me. Like, I think he likes to think of himself as a rock and roll star, but it is just like the sappiest light rock that you could imagine. Well, he is he is fucking a like a thirty year old white like lady from the Midwest. So that is the the truest sign of the soft rock audience. It's just she digs it. You know, he's wham. That's his band, Wham. Wham. He thinks he's Guns N' Roses, but really, he's Air Supply. He's, I would say Air Supply more than Wham. Wham is too yeah. edgy for him. <laughs> if we know anything about Wham, is they're edgy enough to fuck in public. Oof. Did we know that about Wham? Yeah, George yeah, Michael. Hold on a second. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Oh! All right. Fair, fair enough, yes. One other uh, note on the Christmas is I thought it was interesting. I think this is the first episode that we've watched, and please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that actually takes place on Christmas. This is certainly the most Christmassy episode that we've encountered so far, I think. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's pretty close between that and the Home Improvement episode, I think, but I think you're right that just for this one actually taking place on Christmas Day, you actually get to see the family opening up presents and stuff, that Mm -hmm. that tips it over the top a little bit santa makes an appearance as well three you know, santas. It's, a, it's a very hallmark three santas make an appearance it's a very hallmark christmas style uh regular gangbang of santas <laughs> jesus god damn it john <laughs> didn't didn't think oh. we, didn't think we'd say the word gangbang so many times in an episode about full house did you listeners <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd say this in the Full House episode, but can we lay back off the gangbanging? I I make no promises. I have no allegiances. Uh-huh. <sighs> if we're doing if we're doing a home improvement Full House showdown though, because they were back to back, better Christmas episode goes to Full House. Better overall sitcom goes to Home Improvement. I would agree. Uh, better chemistry of the cast goes to home improvement too yes very true they play a little bit nicer this was this was very like there were good storylines here but everything was very kind of disjointed uh i think as opposed to home improvement was just like hey we'll just forget about this one kid and then everything else will work nicely together (laughs) yeah (laughs) it'll all work itself out over time so true. Don't worry about it. So, it sounds like we are ready to make our final judgments on this episode. Is that correct? Sure. All right. So, as a reminder, our three criteria are deeming this a Christmas classic, a pair of socks, or a lump of coal. Who wants to start? This is like a nice pair of llama socks. It's getting the same exact rating as Home Improvement in my in my uh, uh, scale of things. It's going to be no- seven Labrador Retrievers. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's that one golden lab. In the show? Yes, Comet. Comet the dog that Kimmy Gibbler makes out Thank with. You. Weeds and Sweets does not support bestiality. we did it we did it reddit um i don't think it's as good as home improvement but it's fine i probably wouldn't 
go like i wouldn't drink a case of beer and watch a bunch of these i don't think it's like not as funny or good but it's serviceable if you have like smaller children around that can't watch fun things it's probably fine it's it is oh it is a good just just nice pair of black socks all right I'm about to say something. Chris coming in with a hot take? Uh, I'm about to say something slightly controversial here. I'm ready to deem this one a Christmas classic. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. Incorrect. Here's why. (laughs) I think that the closest we've come so far is Home Improvement. And as I said in the Home Improvement episode, part of my criteria is could I watch this would I want to watch this year after year? Because that's, you know, if we're equating a great Christmas episode to a Christmas special, your, your Charlie Browns, your Rudolphs, etc., you know, you got to be able to say like, oh yeah, I'd pop this on every year during the holiday season. And I think for whatever reason for me, this, this episode hits those marks. It's, it's certainly not as funny as the Home Improvement episode, I will grant you that, but it is funny enough and it is more Christmassy. And I think the message, the storyline with the kids, I feel the storyline with the kids going to the shelter and the, you know, significant others revealing themselves to be Santas at the end of the episode, I really liked. And so for me, I'm just like, it, it was just hitting it on all marks. And just, again, I got to go with my gut too. And for whatever reason, calling this a pair of socks just did not, did not seem right so i i think i gotta say christmas classic on this one you better fucking watch this this christmas then you you better watch it this christmas you better watch it next christmas and the christmas after that and now do you realize what you just set yourself up for the internet never forgets chris i'll be calling you next christmas you're gonna be getting hordes of tweets from your dozens of followers asking you (laughs) if you've watched full houses here i'm ready for it i swear to god you better watch every episode forever. <laughs> this is oh this my. is just a really long series of the worst idea ever. Where instead of daily viewings, it's yearly <laughs> yearly viewings, viewings of everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, next year I'll give everyone an update. Uh, and hey, maybe by the time we get to the end of this, I'll have a little bit better perspective on some other shows that maybe fit the bill a little bit better. But right now... I, I'm 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 calling it a Christmas classic. So, dope. I think we ran the full gamut there, and I think that's, okay. that's our first Christmas classic. Well, I mean, that's for me. I don't think I, I think we'll really hit it when we reach a consensus. But that will never happen. It probably won't. <laughs> Whoa, but maybe on. that might happen. Zero. Is that I, that that? Could I will happen. bet. I will be honest with my judgments forever with this. And I, but I still will bet real American currency that that will never happen. Oh yeah. Well, no, there's a couple I would say yes to. Just I'm worried like about merit. fake American currency. I would, yeah. So fun retail horror story I had. I once had a cashier accept pesos, which is fine. It's not, but then they also accepted the pesos as dollars. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. So, the, so like Dude, they. Do that. Didn't do that conversion in his head, did he? No, no. Like, he just, like, so, like, they were, like, all right, that's, like, $123. And then they just gave them 123 pesos. 
and they were like, Hold on a second. that's fine. Computer, what's 123 pesos in American dollars? So yeah, they so they took about six dollars for that stuff, <laughs> which is like the upside of uh, like steel. The upside of working in like retail jobs is I've had conversations I never thought I would have to have, and that was one of them. Are you just what? What? <laughs> All right, fine, I guess. That's your John worked retail story of the week. Oh boy. Well, that was a delight. I'm sure as we get closer to Black Friday, you'll have some more to share with us. Black Friday's dying, so no. Thanks. <laughs> In fairness. And I don't work retail anymore, but like no one Black Friday's dying. Great yes, Andy. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to improv school. Okay. Well, I think that's gonna do it for full house. Who wants to know what we're gonna watch next? Ooh, I do. Tell me, Daddy. Whoa. Alrighty. Okay. Well, for Thanksgiving. Are we just gonna blow past that? Yes. Don't encourage I me. I do most things. <laughs> I mean, I asked it in a really dumb voice too, so that was warranted, I felt. I disagree. I cannot be stopped. <laughs> what are we watching next week? So episode six. We're going to be dipping our toes back into the animation pond, but this time we're going to be watching The Greatest Christmas Story Never Told from American Dad. Yay. Hell yeah. Which you can watch on Hulu if you want to check it out before our episode comes out. Oh, no. My prediction's going to get killed next week. <laughs> American Dad like stealth underdog good Christmas episodes like not one you would think but actually does a pretty good job with stuff I think like American Dad is like legitimately of like the animated shows like weirdly high on my list of animated shows like third-ish or second-ish probably second when it hits, really, it hits really well, and hopefully this super episode super well, hit. super well done. Yeah, I think it's got something to do with Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> if it's good enough for him, God damn it, it's good enough for me. I think it just captures all of our sads oh. so well from like that time in America and this time in America. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's like let's be honest, we have not changed. Still Garbo. Not not much. <laughs> not better. No. <laughs> but until that time, if you can, do us a big favor. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Hey, we're a quarter of the way done with our episodes. What do you think? Now's a great time to tell nice. us, especially on iTunes. Only uh, you, nice things. Only, you know the rules. Yes. We're going to make t-shirts that say... Say nice things for John's mom or something more concise than that. <laughs> I don't know how to say, how to be more concise than say nice things. My mom listens to this. We're trying. We're trying. I'm really looking forward. I hope we at one point do like a bonus episode where we get to read some of these reviews and then we can see how nice everyone is being for John's mom's benefit. I'm going to reply to every negative one. Leave your address. We're tussling. I think <laughs> I think that's our our New Year's recap. 
if we do a New Year's recap after Christmas. We shall see. We get drunk. We read reviews. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Everything involves us getting drunk, because I think at the end of this, we're just going to be We're white and boring. (laughs) We're going to be real sad. (laughs) Hey-oh. We're just going to be like, why did did we do this? (laughs) Why do we keep doing this? Yes. (laughs) But if you'd like to give us some encouragement or tell us why we should keep doing this or yell at us for our bad opinions about this episode, whether they be mine or other people who shall not be named, uh, you can email us at yuletidetv at gmail.com or reach out to us and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at yuletidetv. But until two days from now, when we're doing our next episode, that's going to do it for us. I've been Chris. I've been Brian. I'm still John. Thanks for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. The end. I feel like that might not have been good. (laughs) (laughs) Sleigh Bell Sounds provided by Michael Koenig from soundbible.com. And Joy to the World provided by freexmasmp3.com.